0: Hi and welcome to another episode of Nothing to Hide. My name is Kevin and on today's episode we're going to be talking about how to manage anxiety and just um, all-around general depression. So let's get on with it. So I first want to address um, the long hiatus I took between my this episode and my last episode just to catch you up on everything that's been going on. So as many of you know, I am currently not working and still trying to figure out what my next career will be, whether it be podcasting, whether it be um, getting a job with a company. So I'm working on on that. Uh, For the last two months or so, I've been spending a lot of time uh, in nature, going for walks, just kind of isolating myself. All the while, I've had some commitments with uh, looking after my grandmother, who currently lives on her own, obviously with the pandemic, our family is quite concerned for her well-being. I guess just keeping close tabs with uh, my family and friends, just to make sure that everyone's doing well I spent some time um, in Ottawa uh, where my sister lives got to hang out with uh, my nephews and just kind of get out of the city I've also started a new relationship with someone I had met on Bumble and so that's going really well maybe I will introduce her to you possibly in the new year so a lot of things are happening, mental state is really good, I'm happy. So that's a very quick summary of what I've been doing and what I've been up to for the last couple months since I last recorded an episode. On that point, today's episode, as I mentioned, is speaking about anxiety. A lot of the ways we can almost learn to embrace it understand it and allow it to pass through us. So I had a conversation with a friend of mine recently, this friend, um, who I've kept in touch with since we met in Costa Rica, has experienced a tremendous amount of loss. For some reason there's been many people through his, uh, friends, family, people he's kind of met on this journey of life that have since passed away. And this has all kind of been condensed over the past two to three years. And he can't help but notice the consistency or that theme of personal loss. He shares this very personal story, which he's given me permission to speak to about a very dear friend that he met in high school who really helped boost his confidence and vice versa. They would really support each other in grade nine at an age when life is very precarious and you don't quite know where you belong or what your interests are and what your strengths are and kind of where you sit on the rung of the the hierarchy ladder, as it is often seen in school, high school, social dynamics. But him and this friend decided that they were going to befriend every single person in their school. And in the first year, they did that. Thereafter, they were welcomed by the quote-unquote popular group, the seniors, to sit with them during lunch, and they were just liked by everyone. And my friend believes he really couldn't have achieved this without the support of this friend. Now this friend has since passed away. Uh, It wasn't due to COVID, but nevertheless, um, it was a very, very disheartening, sad, tragic loss. And while my friend was sharing this with me, this very personal story, I couldn't help but simply just be empathetic and understand the situation for what it is. At the same time, as a friend to uh, this friend who's sharing this personal story to me, I felt compelled to offer some, some support. While he was kind of reminiscing on many losses, he's endured over the last few years I felt as though he was trying to reach out to kind of grasp some understanding as to why this is happening why this is happening to him just like many of you how horrible this year has been for him I wanted to put in perspective to him that the fact that he is experiencing these losses that he is the one at the epicenter in his world of all this pain, I asked him, there's a very enormous lesson to be learned. And I can't, I can't tell him what that lesson is, because what I interpret may not be the lesson that he's supposed to receive. And so I told him, it's important to grieve. It's important to embrace our emotions and recognize them and honor them. But it's also important to recognize when they pass and not deny ourselves of the many opportunities and the other emotions that we all possess and so when the moment presented itself I asked him if this friend was able to come back share with you some wisdom what do you think he would say what do you think this friend would want for you while you're still on this in this life and that seemed to really resonate with him and uh, he was really grateful for the conversation I was really grateful just to speak with him because uh, I consider him a very good friend of mine and uh, certainly when you share when you share a very sacred experience like an ayahuasca ceremony it it can really bond bond you in a way where Someone who has not experienced that, can't truly understand. Now this friend has gone on to experience, I'd say over a dozen ayahuasca ceremonies since we had met, um, I'd say almost two years ago, almost exactly two years ago actually. And um, I just keep telling him that he's, uh, he's a sucker for pain. He just keeps going back for more. I make the analogy of um, having two captains selecting people to be on their team. And one captain is Mother Ayahuasca. And the first person that she chooses every time is my friend. Because there's um, an understanding amongst the Indigenous people that those that participate in Ayahuasca ceremonies don't necessarily choose on their own. But ayahuasca chooses them. In any case, I understand he's actually going to be participating in another ayahuasca ceremony in January. And he tells me he's, he's quite nervous and scared for it. All the while, he continues to go. But in any case, um, I think that the conversation that we had had truly kind of helped him understand and process some of the anxiety and the fear and the emotions that he was managing. Um, A lot of it is energy and he didn't quite know how to kind of use that energy and move that energy around and through our conversation it sounded like he had some more confidence with what he wanted to do, um, how he was going to do it, so on and so forth. So. My question to many of you that are dealing with some anxiety, some fears, with COVID, with uh, the precarious situation of the economy, with your future, is what are the lessons that are being presented to you right now? The same friend told me he had gone through these lulls where he would just smoke marijuana all day and just stay in bed didn't go out he didn't get up and he said he he would find himself kind of just lacking I guess the motivation to do something anything and he would spend two three days in bed smoking marijuana and I told him that I've been in that same situation I've been in a situation where I haven't left my apartment for a week at a time Certainly, that's not healthy. Understandably, during a lockdown, you may be a little bit more apprehensive to venture out, but getting some sun, getting some fresh air is very vital to your immune system, to your overall well-being, and especially your mental health. That being said, I told him that in that moment, perhaps that's what he needed or that's what he needed to do is simply just veg out smoke some weed and just stay in bed but eventually he got up and he got out that's the point it's okay to to care for yourself listening to your body i know friends um, colleagues that have told me um, during vacation time they would sleep for like 24 hours and it was like their body was finally able to rest from the non-stop hustle that they were on when they were working or whatever. And we often deprive ourselves of the necessary self-care because of our overwhelming ambition or um, responsibility to our family. You know, if you have children, so on and so forth. So it's okay to be committed to a task at hand, your job, your commitments. But like a conversation I had um, with uh, the person that I'm seeing right now, it's important to recognize when it's time to focus on whatever it is you're doing at that particular moment. So it's okay to be worried about a future project A future plan but while you're cooking while you're eating while you're bathing it's important to recognize those aspects of your day as well while you're cooking making sure that you're not cutting your hand when you're cutting vegetables um, being grateful for the nutrition and the food that you have when you're bathing being grateful for your health, your body. Um, if you're fortunate enough to have clean running water, if you're if you're winding down, getting ready to sleep, being grateful for shelter and a place to rest. It's important in those moments, just as it is important of a future exam, a future project, a future deadline, and worrying about that they are equally as important. And so this brings me back to my friend who found himself at times very just lacking motivation and smoking weed and staying in bed. I have no problem with smoking weed. I have no problem with with staying in bed. Uh, For those of you that know me know I've done both of these things likely in excess. I don't smoke marijuana now and my sleeping pattern has improved tremendously where I go to sleep no later than maybe 1, one thirty, and I get up every morning at 8 a.m. to meditate. And it's really, it's really actually increased and boosted my mood. Mind you, it helps when you don't have a commitment and you choose to wake up at 8 a.m. on your own uh, versus having an obligation to be at a certain time, at a certain place. Many of you are working from home logging in by a certain time so I do I do have that luxury so oftentimes when I experience anxiety or um, I've experienced depression in the past I can't seem to let go of certain thoughts and this is all happening in your head everything is happening in your head not to say that it's not real it's simply to say that you you're experiencing this in your mind and therefore you have the ability to overcome it and understand it. And the way I look at it is like a thought you could almost kind of manipulate it and you could look at it from different angles. When you're experiencing bouts of depression or anxiety, you're often caught with a certain perspective, a certain thought, And you can't seem to escape any other perspective on that thought, except for the one perspective. And it's just, it's just bringing you down. It's just constantly like bombarding you over and over again. You can't seem to kind of break out of that thought cycle, so to speak. The first thing you need to do is understand what's going on. You need to become self-aware of what you're experiencing. Oftentimes, you're so wound up with the anxiety or the depression that it's difficult to even recognize that that's what you're experiencing to begin with. And so the important thing is at the very least, if it's safe to do so, focus on your breathing. Listen to your breathing. Are you holding your breath? Are you kind of pursed with your your breathing? Are you holding back your breath? Are you engaging your diaphragm? Are you able to experience a full breath? Start focusing on your breathing. Just the pace. Is it a fast pace? Is it a slow pace? Is it a hurried pace? Focusing on your breathing will start to engage your autonomic nervous system, which will then give you the ability to begin to control what it is you're experiencing. If you can get to that point, where you're then able to understand that you are experiencing depression or anxiety. Only then can you begin the process of tackling or registering or embracing the experience. Because like anything, it's an experience. And like all experiences, it will pass. So, if you're experiencing anxiety, I believe it's GAP or MATE that believes he's a, uh, I believe a clinical psychologist. You're so concerned about unforeseen, uncertain aspects of the future that haven't manifested yet. And depression he believes is some degree of trauma or attachment to an experience from the past. So what's the solution? You would think it's as simple as just simply being present. It's very difficult when you don't know how you're going to make your next rent payment or how you're going to catch up to the outstanding payments that you haven't made for the last two, three months. As opposed to worrying about how you're going to do it, it's important to calm yourself down and become objective about the situation. What do you have... At your disposal at this very moment. What do you need to prepare yourself to engage with a plan that's going to take you towards a degree of security on managing those future expectations or past obligations? Worrying about it is helpful in that it should be encouraging you to do something about it. But sometimes we become paralyzed with the word so getting control over your thoughts over the emotions is the first step to engaging in a plan on how to resolve whatever it is that's causing the anxiety if you're able if you're aware of that so if you're experiencing any type of emotions it's important to respect those emotions obviously you want to find yourself in a safe space you want to be surrounded by people you trust and care about if that's possible. And if not, find a place where you can where you can be safe. And it's important to tell someone, if you're able to, that you trust, that you need to experience not experience emotion, but you just need them to be there for you, to understand that you need help at this time. And You can tell them, I don't need you to give me any advice if that's not what you need. I just need you to be there with me. Oftentimes, that's often all we need. It's just someone there. And experience whatever emotions you're experiencing. If you need to cry, cry. If you need to yell, yell. Whatever you're experiencing, experience it. Like Recognize it. This is what I'm experiencing. This is how I'm feeling right now. Truly experience it. And when it passes, recognize that moment. Recognize that moment when that, that emotion has since passed. And now you are able to experience the next emotion or the next state wherein which you need to honor that, whether that be forgiveness to yourself, whether that be um, being copacetic or being happy or being freed And moving forward so many of you have been glued to the news like myself to understand what the numbers are what solutions are coming I'm sure vaccines are already being approved or are already being delivered but it's important to take time to take care of yourself and More often than not, eating well, sleeping well, and exercise. Those three simple things that seem so out of reach and so difficult will improve your mood, stabilize your emotions, um, offer some mental peace. Uh, Joe Rogan often says he doesn't have time to be angry with trolls or things of that nature because he's exhausted himself through exercise where if someone cuts him off in traffic, it's just water off the duck's back. It just doesn't, it doesn't impact him. So think of ways you could squeeze in five minutes of each thing each day, five minutes of eating something healthy, water, Five minutes exercise, five minutes of getting good rest. Now, I'm not saying sleep for five minutes. I'm saying making sure you follow through with your plans on winding down and getting ready for bed, which doesn't include watching YouTube, which I am myself at fault for at times but you build on that five minutes. You establish those those five minutes and then you build on it. That five minutes turns to 10 minutes. That 10 minutes turns to 15 minutes. That 15 minutes turns to 30 minutes. And you start a routine, you become stronger. You start noticing the groove that you start to get into. Um, your mental health is starting to become stronger. Your physical health is becoming stronger. You're well rested. Your sleeps are undisturbed. So that's my, my thoughts on managing anxiety and depression. Big thanks to my friend who gave me the permission to share his story. Um, thank you so much for those of you that have been following me on this journey with this podcast. I have some grand plans on um, a new format for my podcast in the new year, uh, which I am currently working on. Um, Hopefully I will set up uh, a Patreon page so that I could establish uh, some support from all of you on uh, building a bigger, better podcast. I'm just very grateful. So thank you everyone for listening and following along and I'll catch you on the next episode. Bye.